We're alive. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're we're alive. We're alive. We were in live last time though. So we're back. No, we're live here. If it is seven twenty-two Eastern Standard Time or four twenty-two if you're on the West Coast, like Chris's, and this is episode number one hundred and seventy-five of Tower Lake Talk Live Show slash Podcast. This is Casey, and this is Chris. And you know what are we gonna do? Here? Let's let's get into some geeking out. What we've been geeking out on before we get into our news. Um, Personally, I have been playing a little bit of The Last of, of Us 2. Um, to be honest with you, I, I took a little bit of a break. It's heavy, man. <laughs> it's like, it is a bru- It's very good. It's just very brutal. And sometimes I just need a little bit of a, you know, an Animal Crossing cleanse <laughs> when you play that game for too long. Uh, so it's good that... Yeah, it's very good. Um, and then, you know, because we've got a, a new kid, I don't get to watch things as much as I like to. So we've been watching Hamilton for like the last four days. Because, Not four times. You're no, just one span, time. Right? It's just a very long <laughs> musical, but it's so good. I get it. I totally understand why people gave a shit. It's very it's good. It's just fun and I don't know how historically accurate it is. I don't care. I just, I'm very much enjoying it. And and so, yeah. So that's what I've been doing lately. How about you? That's awesome. Well, yeah, I've been doing that, that dual last of us animal crossing life. Um, Yeah. But I've been trying to beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm so close. I'm in the top three of the mercenary tiers. I'm about to kick some more ass there and get, you know, be the ultimate badass in Greece. Um, and also, I'm towards the end of the uh, main storyline. I'm trying to get to the DLC, which is looks pretty epic with no spoilers. But yeah, it's an awesome, awesome game. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking about Valhalla in a little bit later on the show. Um, TV, I've been catching up on my DC. I watched, I binged Stargirl up to this week's episode. So, I've so watched, good. I watched uh, this week's yeah, I love it. It's. Uh, it's it's just a good superhero um, TV show, you know, with with good with good money behind it. Nice story, good good, just a good budgeted show. And just I, for now, yeah, it is, it is. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun, and I, I, it's it's not quite CW, and it's not quite Doom Patrol, you know. And it's right in the middle of kind of where I'd like just to have my family friendly superhero yeah. drama. So it's it's good times, and Doom Patrol is back. And it is so good this season. So very different and so very good. So uh, I sent you that Steel and Stone clip and you need to watch that. Uh, you watched it, but you need to watch the show. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about both of those things uh, throughout the course of this episode. Um, but before we get to that, we got a couple of announcements slash cancelings. Uh, Dragon Con, um, that big show that comes to Atlanta every year. That has been canceled. I don't know if they've put on uh, the online, you know, uh, show at home sort of thing for that one or not. Um, I know that Kate Cod just had a Comic-Con last weekend. I think about 40 people (laughs) showed up. The guest list was, no offense if you're a fan of this Cape Cod Comic-Con, but the guest list was pretty weak. Um, No major celebrities went. 
wasn't an amity nothing like that no <laughs> it wasn't that um but anywho so that that did happen but San Diego Comic-Con, the biggest Comic-Con in the world, arguably, um, they are doing uh, the Comic-Con at home, and they have released their schedule. It's four days. It's in two weeks, about. Uh, maybe next week. Weeks. Next week? Yeah, yeah 21 right. through 26. Sorry, a uh, week from today. And um, they've got a lot of cool stuff uh, coming out for that. Um, lots of panels, celebrity panels. You know, just some highlights I remember with Stumptown. Greg Rucker is going to be on there. There's a David S. Gorier panel where he talks about um, writing and stuff like that. Um, it's it's kind of funny. It's like it's it's very awesome panels. Um, and then you, but we know that like the Disney pan, you know, show is coming, and the DC Fan Dome are coming as well. So just the next couple months, you know, um, it's going to be pretty exciting. And the other thing about those Comic-Con ones is that they are watch them whenever. Uh, if you don't happen to see them at the time that they're streaming, they're still going to be on YouTube. I don't know if there'll be a limited access or how they're going to handle that, but that's, I'm really excited about that. It's like, I don't have to worry about getting it at that time. Yeah, they moving forward. They no matter what happens, this needs to be the new norm. Either you hire like hybrid these these events so that everybody can enjoy them. Um, I don't care. It's just it makes more sense these days to put that kind of content in the hands of the many. And then you want to go to the con, you're close to it. That's fine. But not everybody can go. And it's like you have these great educational panels. And yeah, I feel like a lot, a lot of, of good educational. Yeah, people. there's yeah. always a ton. And even at like their Comic Con day one, like the first day was always like comics and teaching or whatever. So it's great to see these things um, shared. And I hope that that continues, you know, on a, on a free basis. I think it's just be great. Me too. Um, you know, they've been doing it with uh, what is it? Celebration now. And it's awesome. So good. Um, all right, so let's go over to Marvel TV movie news. Uh, we've got Black Widow, whenever it's coming. Uh, but the director, Kate Shortland, um, thinks that, you know, Scarlo, Scar Joe may be passing on the torch to her sister in the movie, played by Florence Pogue. Does that mean anything to you? Of course. I mean, she's, Florence Pogue is making her way up in Hollywood you know, becoming a very established great actress. And it would make sense to bring in the other Black Widow into the Marvel Universe if you want to have that character. And it looks like they're kind of building that with, you know, the the Falcon Captain America and and um, you know, other people taking on these mantles. So yeah. I'd like yeah. to see I'd like to see that, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I you know, again, even before all this it was, it's a, one of those, like, I'll see it, but I just don't, I'm not as invested because of the timeline of it, because of the character already being dead from Endgame. I'm just kind of like, eh, eh. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. If Marvel does anything the best, it's called action thrillers. So give me another Winter Soldiers level movie. I'm happy. It's it's you know something there for everybody. Great. Unlike formula. this next thing, uh, which <laughs> yeah. is we got our first look at Hellstrom. 
It is a exclusive to Hulu. This is a deal that was made before the Fox acquisition. Um, Jeff Loeb's name all over it. Yeah, it just, you know, the pictures, the characters, like the whole thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really let me, care. Let, let me just say. Sure, take it. You couldn't, you couldn't give us the Robbie Ray's Ghost Rider for whatever reason. You should have just got rid of this because nobody knows who these people are. Comic people know who these people are, but this is going to be a tough sell. And who knows? Maybe it'll be good along the lines of like Lucifer good, but maybe not. So we'll see what this whole experiment at Hulu is going to be like in the next year or so. Yeah, they'll, um, they will be at Comic-Con at home. Maybe I'll check out the panel to kind of get an idea of what this is going to be about. But given yeah. that Jeff Loeb is gone and from Marvel, it almost seems like this is just doomed. Like, is it even going to go anywhere? Right. It's it's like you might as well watch this with your new mutants, you know, yeah. the whole doomed Marvel day or something like that. <laughs> marathon. Yeah. <laughs> and watch it with your Roger Corman Fantastic Four and <laughs> whatever that Captain America was from like the 70s. Watch that Doctor Strange. Anyway, right. um, let's go over to DC movie news because there's some actual good news coming out of this place. Uh, first things first, Gotham PD TV show uh, ordered from Matt Reeves for HBO Max. Um, this is part of a deal that Reeves has signed on uh, with WBTV. Um, I don't know. You know, we're beyond excited about this news. This is crazy news. Uh, this shows you that WB cares about this world and wants to um, give the money to it. And they have confirmed that, you know, the movie takes place in this, in this TV show world and vice versa, meaning like the characters that are introduced should be having some crossover and, we already got one confirmation, which is Jeffrey Wright. I guess he just walks door from, from uh, what is it, uh, Best World, and, and goes over to this, right? So, Absolutely. what did you think of this? Uh, I've been seeing this for as long as I could talk. Uh, Batman, <laughs> of course, yeah. The Batman world needs a paid cable TV show, not Gotham, not anything on normal TV. It needs HBO. It needs it needs adulting. Um, you got to bring in these the fantastical villains that you can't that nobody wants to put on the big screen. They don't want to see a clay face. We want to see a clay face, you know. So right, uh, we want to see these odd villains because Gotham is so full of them that it would be a perfect like serial week by week to take it into that dark world and go see these dark villains and play it out that way. And I love it. I just think finally. Finally, it's like, oh, hey, we've been calling it the extended universe for how long? Oh, now we're finally going to extend it? All right, so everybody was wrong for X amount of years, so in your fake fan terms and whatnot. But um, the worlds of DC are here to stay, and Matt Reeves, Batman, and this TV show, are, it's, it's, it's amazing. You think, um, you think Robert Pattinson will come over? I think so. It's HBO. Well, here's the thing, and I don't disagree, but just what Moses just said, does this show take place before Batman, possibly? 
you know what I mean? Like a light like TV show. Let's not do. Let's not even go into that. Oh, because it's. I'm, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I would say no. I would say hopefully we'll see something where Batman's showing up once in a while, maybe like to fight a bigger bad guy. But like on the regular days, you know, Jim and the rest of the crew can take on Firefly or whatever, you know, so. Kite man. Kite man. Hell yeah. Um, It'll be interesting. Uh, I I am excited about it. You know, exactly, Moses. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know, there's, there's no, we don't know yet what this movie is about. We don't know really where it takes place, when it takes place. You know, um, obviously Robert Pattinson's a younger Batman, but you know, with what they've been doing with their multiverse stuff, like, is it connected? You know, does Michael Keaton show up in that movie? You know, I don't know. I doubt it, but I'm just saying. So anyway, that's happening. Um, also part of the HBO Max, we've got Ben Affleck has signed uh, to come back and do uh, you know, cuts or uh, new scenes for the Snyder Cut. Uh, so he's going to don the suit. To be quite honest with you, amazing news. I love Ben Affleck as Batman, and I'm excited about that. I ne- you know what? I always I, I agree with you 100%, and I just never really understood the argument that he was a bad Batman. He was physically the most... You know, guy who, yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, he was the one who could fill that suit, as as they say. Um, and it was just, you know, I just, I just feel bad because I know there's a lot of things, you know, outside of you know the control of what was going on with the movie and whatnot. So, it, let's get our Zack Snyder cut. We can't wait. It'll be nice to see that, and I'm glad that he can finally bring that to fruition. That these actors can go in and be a part of that final product, and then yeah. we can move forward and still have the world of DC that you know that that we've enjoyed as well. So, you know, um, good for Ben Affleck. I'm glad that he's come back. He's, he's dealt with some demons and, um, yeah. Yeah. Put on this <laughs> what did we get here? Comments wise. Hey, we did. We did. Let's see. Uh, he's still talking about the GTPD show. Um, yeah. so he's saying, uh, I did show that one before. We could show it through the eyes of the PD. They see Batman, not Bruce. So Robert, Robert wouldn't always need to be there. Yeah, absolutely. You could always have a guy in a suit. It's just Batman. So, yes, yes. And our good friend Colin. It's definitely not about Pattinson's fitness plan. <laughs> not hey. at all. Not at all. Yeah, I could see uh, to that point of uh, Moses made. Yeah, it could be from behind, you know what I mean? Like they did that in, in other shows too. You they know did in Titans without they did having Titans. You know. Exactly. That guy never wore that suit. So I would be more than okay with it. Put a stunt double in there and have them do some fight scenes. And I'm fine with that. So, um, all right. So uh, this is a little bit of a weird one. We got a Constantine movie rumored uh, with JJ producing. Now he's also been attached to a Justice League Dark show and then you add on top of all that is Keanu Reeves might come back in the role of John Constantine. Any of that any of 
No, uh, none of it makes sense uh, to me uh, because, like last week, what we talked about was the Zantana, the Zantana movie that was that was being optioned or, or rumored or whatever. So, what's going on here is we do have a Justice League Dark show coming. Uh, will we see Constantine, Zatanna, those characters on the show? Of course. Um, will we see something bigger in a movie? I'm not sure. But, um, you know, if they can do what they did with the Batman, uh, with GCPD, then we're probably looking at the same situation where it's a movie and TV show uh, package together. So in terms of Keanu rumors, I don't think so. Um, maybe, maybe... Keanu uh, comes back. Yeah. Keanu comes back, and they do this movie. I don't know. Casey's back. Keanu might be back. Who knows? But um, <laughs> if they do bring Keanu back, it would be a totally different thing. But what I just said, Casey, was I can see with what we just talked about Zatanna last week. It was being rumored. Now Constantine's being yeah. rumored. Why not? Why couldn't it be like what they're doing with the Batman and have both worlds? You know. So I that's what I could see happening. Get these get these movies moving, but let's get the show, and then if it's popular, we actually have the movies in you know in process or whatever. It might be a it might be the same sort of thing though. Maybe the the movie is going to springboard the show. Right. That's right. That's what I was doing. saying. That's what yeah. I was saying. Um, I'm down for either. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batwoman. Uh, you know, Ruby Rose left earlier this year, and they finally found um, a new actress to don the cape. It's Javisha Leslie. Um, I don't know her at all, uh, but she's going to be playing um, a new character, not even one from the comics, just a completely new one named Ryan Wilder. And, you know, that's it. I guess, you know, it's so bad. I didn't even think about it. She's black. (laughs) Maybe that's controversial. I don't know. (laughs) But. I would like I don't like that show. I didn't right. like it from the get-go. I didn't think Ruby Rose did a good job in the role to begin with personally when I saw her in the first uh crossover and then I tried watching the show and I couldn't get into it. So to me, I don't care who's in the role because I'm just not going to watch it anyway. But this, you know, woman good for you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know about controversial. Um, I, I, would, I just think that whole CW verse is very woke, anyways. So it's not like it's always been. Yeah, I know. So it's not like they're like, oh, they're gonna just put this person in a role because what's going on in the world? I don't think so. I love what the CW does with their shows. They're very inclusive, um, and this is just you know the whole Ruby Rose thing was it was a bad. I I don't want to say it was a mistake because bad whatever. Batch. It was a bad. It was just bad news bears. So um, we're moving forward. That verse is going to continue for who knows how long. I'm not watching it anymore, but um, you know, we'll see. Hmm. Maybe crossovers. You know, but yeah, yeah. I'll watch Superman and Lois. I'm I'm definitely playing. <clears throat> I'll watch that crossover. Um, Doom Patrol season two uh, has nine episodes. Is originally supposed to have ten, but yeah, COVID. So we'll see see if they end it in a satisfying way, unlike the Flash this year, which was just a complete waste of time. Yeah, I I just don't want people to be worried like it was a swamp thing, like situation where it was just going to kind of um, shite all over the place and and just you know. But it's not. They just couldn't finish it, and maybe 
it bleeds in the next season. Maybe I don't know. Right. Maybe they're able to do it. But um, um, Moses says the Flash is still going right. Yes, it is. Uh, and there'll be a new season coming. I don't know in the fall or the winter. Winter, I think. Right. With how things no, are no, going, sorry. I don't they're think they've even started filming. I'm sorry. So this is the thing. So Superman Lois is scheduled for January release. It probably would have come out in the fall, I imagine. So what next spring and it starts this summer, you know? So who knows? You're right. Who knows? There's no set dates now for anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you, even if they film in Vancouver, that means all the actors have to at least be in quarantine before they start filming. Then they're going to have to be in quarantine after they get to Vancouver. You know what I mean? It's just like, who knows the dates? There's no set dates. I did have, I did read something where the, there are, they are going to be able to start the production of that sooner than later because of the idea for the next season actually plays very well into social distancing and whatnot. Mm. So we might hear about that more, um, um, actually sooner than later, I'm sure. Yeah. And finally, DC TV movie news, Stargirl season two has been confirmed. Um, it mm. is not going to be on the DC universe. Um, it is going to be on CW only. Uh, honestly, it's horrible news, in my opinion, to what you pointed out earlier. It has a good budget. It has a great cast, including like some you know B-list, C-list actors. You know, good cast though. Yeah. Um, and you know, the fight scenes are cool with all the wire work and stuff. And it's just if that show gets castrated like uh supergirl kind of did a little bit when it went from abc to cw not a lot but you know i just it's just gonna be sad because the show's so good yeah that's you know it's funny how you we can compare that because when it was on you know when supergirl was on um on cbs whatever it was it was it was more like it was a different feel of a show it was definitely like a sister's show it was and i was fine with that it had a very good theme like that and then you had um alec mcbeal or whatever <laughs> I forgot what alec, is it alec mcbeal what's her uh, ali mcbeal the show yeah what's her what's calista blockhart Calista blockhart and um and so she had to leave the show in order to go for that for the show to go to C, the cw and for them to be able to afford it and then whatever happen but now what's gonna happen what, what what's gonna happen luke wilson's gonna leave the show you know it's just like i don't know like you said it's gonna get gutted and maybe maybe it'll get on on hbo max i don't know but things don't look right for it no it doesn't it's a shame it's a shame but it is what's next star wars so a couple things for star wars not a lot of news, but we got uh, confirmation of the next animated series. Uh, it is going to be based on the Bad Batch, as, as many of us um, predicted. So the Bad Batch was introduced in the final season of the Clone Wars this year, and it will be the story will be following those um, <laughs> those awesome clones from uh, from that team. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be post Clone Wars. Um, you know, world. So uh, it'll be the Empire, and we'll see how they tie into that. I'm, uh, I'm really on the fence. You know, like I want to get out of that world, out of that timeline, unless it's following Ahsoka. And 
Dave Filoni isn't really on this project. Um, he kind of said like, you know, our team felt like season seven was it and it's time to move on, you know? So it's a different set of team members who are working on it. I'm sure there's some stragglers from the Clone Wars, but, and I just don't care about those people. I like them a lot. I will watch it if it's fun and, and cool. It's just that for me, I just need more Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra and what Filoni really uh, solidified. And maybe there's a backdoor pilot coming in Mandalorian season two where some of those characters are introduced live action and that's where they go off to. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I guess in the meantime, to your point, Star Wars is Star Wars. It's not like I'm not going to watch it. Now I'm going to read all the comics, buy the toys and play the video game levels in Battlefront three. It's just, that's it. You know, it's double sided. Yeah. This already sounds hundred times better than resistance. Oh, facts. Well, I love I'm those characters. The bad batch characters are great. I yeah. do want their toys as soon as they come out. Yep. So. And as Ruben says, Moss Star Wars. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. But yeah, what, what Ruben just said though, uh, not Ruben, uh, Moses just said, um, which I shared, but I'll share it again. Let's do Bad Batch in the meantime. And these are the kind of things that we need filler of. Um, things that we semi-enjoyed and we want to see a little bit more. Maybe you don't, but other people do. I do. I'd love no, to see No, it's not them. that, but wouldn't you rather see a High Republic cartoon? Of course. But it's not going to be like, you know, it won't be That's 2021. All I'm right, but I would love to but see it, could it be six months later. If 2020 was supposed to be the big reveal for the High Republic right around now, then I feel like they should have coincided it with a cartoon show. That's what I feel. And we all said it when it when we when it when it launched. I understand what you're saying, but COVID is has changed the whole world. So what are we going to do? You know. So um, this does not have anything to do with COVID. So the High Republic got pushed up. Yeah, it does because High Republic didn't happen because of COVID. We would have had High, we would have been bathing in the High Republic in a month. We would have been enjoying those stories in a month, but we're not. So everything, whatever's going to happen for High Republic is going to keep getting pushed back. So it could be the end of 2021. We get Bad Batch in early 2021. Animation doesn't take that long. And now that they're doing like the voice acting over, you know, over Skype and all that Skype, but professional stuff they do, but, you know, it's there. So um, more Star Wars. This is, this, is a, this is a debate that doesn't need to happen. Um, and Moses is absolutely right. The Freemaker Adventures is way better than Resistance. I'll take his word for it. I never I saw know. those, but I'll take his word for it. You should watch them. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll get older. sure enjoy it. Yeah, watch them. Watch them. Kira gets a little bit older. That's, that's a good thing. Um, and then finally, in Star Wars news, we did a, a little podcast. Uh, we do, it's called Star Warriors. Uh, we're in eight, and we all discussed 40 years of Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so we had a great time with that, uh, and we dropped the episode over the weekend. So take a listen. That's right. All of the Star Wars. And last little thing here. I feel like High Republic Productions did get pushed back. That needs to start with a bang. So they are working on a filler until they can get that going, and we figure out how this COVID stuff will end up. Amen. Hey, we'll see. Yep. All right, what's next? comic book news uh just a few things marvel king in black event uh so this is coming up uh 
in the, the whole world of Venom and Donny Cates. Um, so this one kind of, it kind of made me a little mad though when I read it because of this quote right here. Um, as far as event book goes, this is the coolest, darkest, most heavy metal Cthulhu dark horror thing I've ever been able to do, says Cates. So that made cool. you mad? It does. It does. I mean, when, <laughs> when, you know, when heavy metal or death metal or dark nights metal has been around and kicking ass for the last two years, you got to come in and do your copy thing as usual, Marvel. So have fun with that. I don't know what's going on in that world. Um, Kanal is the new character. Um, he's coming and that'll be based around him. And this is all spinning out of uh, Kate's absolute carnage and venom and all that world that he's built up in the last couple of years. So I'm sure it's awesome. I just, when you start saying you're, it's the most heavy metal thing, just that kind of stuff really annoys me. <laughs> Honestly, after I reread it, I kind of feel like he's, he's saying like it's metal. Like it's not yeah, actual, you no, know. I, Dude, it's it. It doesn't matter because it was the same thing with. It was alluding to heavy metal with what Zach with what Scott Snyder and Capullo did. It was like they did that as a heavy like heavy metal, but they also introduced metal into it because of the the DC stuff. So that was, and then Superman like jamming out an electric guitar. It's it's all based around like what you would see like as an eighties. You know, no, no, I get, I hundred percent get that. I said I don't think this is that. After reading that quote again, uh, I don't. I don't think this has anything to do with metal music. No, I know. I'm just. I'm just saying about his quote. <laughs> it's just big and heavy metal and all that stuff. So we'll see what. We'll yeah. see what happens. That's it. Uh, Titans is going to be putting out a prequel, Horizon Zero. Oh, I'm sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn comic, and you know all of that will be great because we have the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn coming up. Uh, in 2021 with PS5. Uh, this is slated for August 5th, and it will be... Let's see. I'm sorry. I do not know when it's taking place, though. It's... um. I think it's is, simultaneous. Is it adaptation of what's going on then? No, no, no. Oh, no. It takes place after the game ends. Yep. Okay. So that's a nice little uh, in-between story uh, to get you going for the next the next one. Yeah. Um which is cool. And yeah, the artwork's pretty cool. Uh, you know, more stories in that world. That's a, that's a world that can be mined. So I'm down. Bring yeah, down. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, next up, Dark Horse, another uh, video game adaptation here. Uh, well, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be getting a prequel comic called Song of Glory. Uh, it's going to be a three-parter and it launches this October. Is this just, is this a, what is the? This is a prequel comic. Prequel comic. Okay, yeah. this is a prequel yep. comic. Okay, um, sure. I guess I don't like to get invested in prequel comics and things I don't know anything about yet. But maybe <laughs> it's cool. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Sorry. You ain't got the time for those games. <laughs> too much. I'll read it and I'll give you the cliff notes on the whole Sounds thing. Totally rad. <laughs> Because you need to play Odyssey first. You'll sure, sure. Uh, IDW, tomorrow. Stay guys, number one. Dead game. Rob Liefeld, be there. 
You got 4,000 variant covers, most of them by Rob Liefeld, which is just bonkers. I'm going to read it um, because I'm I'm on a G.I. Joe kick right now. I just got Destro. I got my Snake Eyes. I got to get my... Destro? I didn't. I got the regular one um, because Seavage found it at Walmart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, and I'll get one of these Cobra Commanders, one of them. I don't know which one yet, but uh, yeah, I'll check it out for sure. I, I am a fan of uh, stupidity that Rob Liefeld is, you know, when he puts his comics out. I, from the 90s, always been a Liefeld kind of guy, so we'll we'll see what it's like. Yep. Whew, who knows? It's probably know. better that they're not original characters, that he has to work within, like, someone else's sandbox. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. And his, I like his art. So yeah, oh yeah, always like his art. And I guess Jason Hilton says he's into it. He's into that. He is into that. He's a comic book fan. That Jason Hilton. <laughs> I can see all the comic books behind his picture there. Very cool. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all this top forty music is so boring. Jeez, I sure wish I had something geeky to listen to. Well, I've got just the thing for you, stranger. Who are you and how did you get in my house? Don't even worry about that. If you're looking for the latest, greatest, and geekiest podcasts around, you should check out Those Geeks You Know. Those Geeks You Know? Wow! Three friends talking about comic books, movies, TV shows, all the things that I geek out about. But seriously, you gotta leave now. Be sure to check out Those Geeks You Know on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also like us on Facebook and Twitter and tell everybody that you know. You, you gotta leave. I called the cops. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're don'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Fat Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetAtowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. All right, so next up we have Crowd Sorcery. Uh, so we'd like to share projects from the Kickstarter, the Indiegogo worlds out there. So um, if you do have a project uh, that you're, you know, you're working on that you're about to put out, crowdsourced, uh, share it with us. We'd be more than happy to talk about it during this this segment of the show, and also um, or write up an article for you on Don't Forget a Towel. So um, let's talk a little bit about Death Ground, a dinosaur survivor game. Uh, so. I love dinosaurs. You love dinosaurs. I think most people love dinosaurs. So um, the, the thing about this is it's, it's in the, uh, you know, the world of alien isolation, the Friday the 13th world. Uh, I, I guess alien isolation was more of a linear video game because I love that one so much. And then I had an issue with the Friday the 13th game to start and like these kind of survivor games. How do you, how do you think this one will, will stack up against what's come before? 
So I think it's going to be a little bit better. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit better than the Friday the 13th ones and the alien or predator deadly hunting grounds, whatever it is, because of there's more than one thing because there's different dinosaurs and you can co-op with people like the Friday the 13th one and the predator one. Those are great because you can get in. You are those people as well. You're either killing people or they're trying to kill you. This is like, you guys are pitted against these, these, um, you know, dinos. And it's, you know, it looks just like Jurassic park meets aliens, quite honestly. So I'm down. Like, <laughs> I don't, you know, they're on Kickstarter. They're trying to get a hundred thousand. They're at fifty-seven thousand, and they've got twenty-three uh, days to go at the time of this recording. Um, I, I would imagine they'll hit it. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's something that I would, you know, crowdsource. I feel like this is something I'd rather like try it out because it could be really shitty. Yeah, that's that was kind of my thing with Friday the 13th. Like we we backed that Kickstarter. It was not great at the beginning and then it got better. Yeah, you know, better. They did more and more with it. So, um yeah, who knows. I would like to I would like to also kind of hear, you know, some reviews and and see what I feel about it before I throw money at it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. And and maybe if like they get funded and they start throwing out some crazy um reward tiers and, and stretch goals maybe that will entice me a little bit more but right now i it's cool but it's not that cool awesome uh Ooh. and the next up uh one of our favorites sean gordon murphy uh will be actually he's in the last eight hours of this indiegogo campaign i'm going to post it right now in the comments that way whoever would like to uh check it out can check it out um Okay, so I can't get it open in my window. I, Did you talk yeah, a little bit about it? I'll um I just shared the link. Okay, cool. Yeah, so basically what it is is it's a comic book about a uh comic book writer who goes into a comic book and then um <laughs> goes into a different worlds though. So kind of like remember that comic book game for the Genesis back in the day? Oh my gosh, it was sweet a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was like right. a, a fighting type of game, but you went into like different comic book worlds. So this is to me similar to that. Um, you know, all these different characters. So it's a mix of like a normal comic and a little bit of like a Dungeons and Dragons type of thing. And you know, Sean Murphy's artwork, which has always been amazing in my opinion. Um, I've always loved what he's done. Uh, Chrononauts and Batman White Knight and so many other things. So you get 122 pages uh, of the book. There's a soft cover version for $30, a hard cover for $50. They're signed. Or you can get it for $10 if you get the PDF, which is bonkers to me. So I'm on it. I can't wait. <laughs> so very excited about um, about this. And, it, you, you know, like you said, the goal was – Fifty thousand. It's at two hundred and forty thousand dollars. So yeah, yeah. It's it's been knocked out of the park, and you know, like I said, it's closing in under eight hours. So if you guys want to check it out, 
get in on it. Do it now. Do it now. Links in the uh, links in the comments. Uh, next up, we got a little some books to talk about today. Uh, first up is an audiobook. Uh, there'll be a new version of The Hobbit coming out in September, I believe I read, um, well, this fall. But um, it is actually read by Smeagol himself, Andy Serkis. So I think that's uh, I think that's pretty interesting. I, I would I would think I would listen to Andy Serkis read The Hobbit to me. Well, he just did. He just did that. Uh, we talked about it uh, earlier podcast where he did like a live stream and he did it for 11 hours to raise money. So I don't know if they just like took the recording or he just redid it or whatever. But yeah, so um, he redid it. This is like official. Rec- I think they were like, oh, this is great. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's give you some money. and do it. Yeah. So um, yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then next up out of left field ready player two is on its way to us uh it's going to be released when no this fall i think it's november yeah yeah november 24th it says um so yeah that's exciting uh you know i i did not read that book i watched the movie i enjoyed it um and i heard the books even better so i just wish i could read that's all (laughs) I read that book in like two hours. I, I not two hours. But it, I read it very fast um, because it's it is so eighties, and you know th- that got lost in the movie. Um, I get why because they needed to put in some modern stuff as well to appeal to everybody. But I loved it. Uh, the book. So and he said he started working on it. I think you know, as the movie was going into production, I think he started getting ideas for a sequel. So it's been a long time coming uh, since movies take like two years to make themselves. And it came out a couple of years ago. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited to see what Ready Player Two, but like you said, out of left field, I don't remember him talking about it. And here we are. That's it. So maybe you can catch up before then listen to the audiobook, mm. <laughs> and then, uh, and then read this one or whatever. Uh, okay, so we're over in TV news. Um, Sabrina season four is going to be the last season, and then it's canceled. Um, and that's it. So it's, I don't know why. I actually really have no idea. I thought that it, um, was doing good, and season five was supposed to have a rumor with, with, uh, Riverdale. You know, they dropped some hints in season three. Uh, as to a crossover, so it's all Berlanti. You know, I don't get it. I have no idea. But if you're a Sabrina fan, that's it. You're done. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who owns that exactly. What do you mean? Who owns the rights to make Sabrina a TV show? Is it a WB thing? I would. It's Archie Comics, so. No, it's hmm. not. I don't think it is. I think okay. it's Berlanti got it, you know, and, and then the cre- you're the person who runs Archie now. I, I'll screw up his name, Roberto, whatever. He also writes the show. I think, like, it's all within the Archie comics world, but I don't really know how they that works. I don't know why it's canceled. Maybe we'll find out someday, but. Yeah, and that's also just like, it's like, hey, guess what? The next one would have been a Riverdale crossover. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I know. It's so stupid. 
Um, but oh, here know, we go. Archie Comics signs development deal with Warner Brothers TV exclusive. This was in 2017. Okay, so that's my thing. Is like, let's get all our shows off Netflix because we have our own streaming service. Right. So maybe right. maybe it comes back. Who knows? Yeah, maybe it gets picked up by W or um, HBO, HBO Max. Uh, this is a funny one. Little Monsters is in development, and no, not the Fred Savage, uh, Howie Long. Howie Long, oh man, great movie. I oh, Howie Mandel, not Howie Mandel, yeah, <laughs> Howie Long. Who's that? I don't know. That's been a different movie. He was a football player, and he was in Firestorm. Oh, that guy. <laughs> I don't even know why you remember Firestorm, but anyway, so this is the. Um, I remember that more human than human was the sound was the was in the, the trailer. trailer. It's in the trailer. Never in the movie. Yeah. Um anyways, Josh Cooley, who did last year's Toy Story 4, uh, he's gonna be making a family-friendly adventure featuring the iconic Universal Monsters. So I can't think of anything better than this. <laughs> just Sounds if, awesome. Just if Plumhouse decides that. Dark Universe is coming back. That's it. <laughs> yeah, only even think better. Yeah, yeah. that sounds pretty amazing. Um, I love those. I love those creatures. I think that it'll be a a neat thing to see them, kind of like a family friendly animation. Thing. Yeah, um, and maybe someday they'll decide to bring back the creature from the Black Lagoon because we've literally never seen a movie of that since the forties. So weird to me. Yeah, Ruben loves little monsters. It's because you have one. It's because your son's one. <laughs> I also love that movie. Oh, I did too. It was so great when he took the tuna fish and changed it out with cat food. Still, to this day, cracks me up. Um, and then in TV news, the boys, uh, we did get a trailer for season two. And then we got the announcement that there's going to be an in-between movie um, about Billy the Butcher, a.k.a. Uh, Carl Urban. So there's going to be a little bit of a it's like a short film that's going to come out. Um, they haven't said when, but it's going to come out before season two. I think season two is in September 9th. Yeah. So I didn't watch the trailer. I don't care. Sorry. I don't, I care very much to watch the next season. I do not care to watch any footage from it because I'm already super invested. That was like, yeah, same thing with me. It's a umbrella Academy trailer. I didn't watch that. Didn't watch. I'm not watching any of these things. Cause I don't want to know anything about it. Honestly. Nope. Nope. Very excited. Very, very excited. Uh, all right. And then in some movie news, um, this is just ridiculous. Jude Law is supposed <laughs> to be playing Captain Hook in Disney's live action Peter Pan. Um, with Pete's Dragons, David Lowry is supposed to be directing. I love that movie, quite honestly. The the Peter Pan movie, you know, from when we were kids. Um, yeah. It's just that, like, there's so many different Peter Pans now. I'm at a point where I don't know. I guess maybe this would be the one to watch <laughs> because it is a live action version of that one that I like. No, there's only one Peter Pan movie. Hook. I know. It's called Hook. I understand. But no, you're right. I love these. I love these Peter. I love these Disney live action movies. Um, That's the thing. So I, I'm not going to complain. I'll watch it and I'll probably love it. So, um, yeah, it's 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 time for all these movies to come out. Just I want to hear more about the Robin Hood movie. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. 
Um, okay, so this, I'm putting this in the rumor mill because I really don't know if it's going to come true because they've talked about it for years. But Tron 3 is supposedly in the works. Um, you know, the sequel to 2010's uh, Tron Legacy. What? 2010? Is that possible? Oh, yeah, we're old. Really? Okay. <laughs> sorry, I guess that just... There's no way that that came out then. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. You're okay. We're live. We can do so these I'm, things. What I'm going to say here is, is that Disney oh, actually revealed oh, details of the upcoming sequel. So Disney came out and said, hey, here, here's what's going on. You know, So if Disney's saying it, I'll get behind that and say it's probably going to happen. And if Daft Punk doesn't come back, I'm not watching that movie. Well, this is what he says, is that Daft Punk is coming back. Or at least, yeah, you know, yeah, the first and right thing to do is bring Daft Punk back. And if they want to return, don't even know who's directing yet. Well, hopefully John Joe Kaczynski will come back. Hey, man, you did the first thing right, which would be to get Daft Punk. I guess it's 10 years ago. Um, That soundtrack remains, to me, one of the greatest soundtracks I've ever heard. I listen to it, I guess, on a more regular basis than I thought. And still my favorite album 2010 is that is that soundtrack. And I was actually just talking to my wife about this. Uh, Tron Legacy was the first thing that I watched on um, Disney Plus when I got it. Because I wanted oh, really? to see what it looked like. Quality. It looked great. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. All right. Uh, this is stupid. New Power Rangers reboot is coming. It's supposed to connect to the TV world. Okay, let me just back that up for a second. I never really watched Power Rangers when I was a kid, but if you mean it connects to the TV world, as in like there's new kids and they cross over with the old ones, and you know you see like Jason David Frank and Amy Jo Johnson and blah blah blah, and they all kind of mash up and have to create a mega power Zord. That's cool. That's a cool idea, though I liked that reboot that just came out a couple of years ago, and I liked the kids in it, and I thought it was a good movie for someone who's not a Power Rangers fan like myself. So uh, I just wish it was just like, just continue that and then bring in the old people. Why not? Yeah, like you, I never really got into power rangers so i'm not going to be i'm not going to talk like i'm a major expert expert on the subject but in terms of the world we live in today with shared universes and whatnots i think that these extended universes are are key so if you want to go and do something where like you said you do something epic then do go and go ahead do it up yeah if you're like 30 years ago these power rangers you know what i mean and they've been gone and now we found a zord and then cool then that's (laughs) fine okay um delays great super uh halloween kills goes until next october um though they did have a nice little trailer which i thought was yeah that was a that was a good delay. It was just kind of like, you know, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Here's a terrifying teaser. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, you know, you got more John Carpenter music. You know, it's coming. Uh, he's working on it. And then Candyman got pushed October 16th. I'm assuming you mean this year. 
Okay. Yeah, it was supposed to be up now. I yeah, think. it was. Okay, so that still supposedly is coming out this year, though I will not bet on any dates this year. And then the I'm Forever Purge uh, next July, you know, they like that July 4th date. So 2021. Um, yeah. We should we should mention something, though. We should mention, since all these all these theaters are doing, they're open, some of them, and new movies are not going to theaters, kind of. But The Empire Strikes Back did go into theaters this past weekend and was the top of the box office. <laughs> yeah, maybe $5,500. Yeah. Yep, at nearly half a million dollars. So. You know what, though? Impressive. The majority of that money is from uh, drive-ins now. Yes, yes. Drive-ins are doing better than they've ever done. So um, they'll be back. They'll be back again. They'll be yeah. They'll be back. So you know, if I have to go and see Tenant at the drive-in, sure, I'll do that. I'll sit in the safety of my car and pee in a Gatorade jar so I can avoid <laughs> the public bathrooms for a four-hour Christopher Nolan film. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Now that I say it, it just sounds disgusting. All right, so finally in movie news, Lee Winnell um, is supposed to be directing The Wolfman starring Ryan Gosling. Uh, So that's going to be part of that new shared universe, so to speak, that Blumhouse is behind. And Lee Winnell kicked it off with His Invisible Man, which is just a fantastic movie. So... um, this is this is exciting. I love Ryan Gosling and I love Lee Winnell and I love Blumhouse. Win win win. All around. All yeah. around. Like I said, did you watch Invisible Man yet? I did, I did. I texted you. I texted you like oh, right you after. Yeah, it was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, we watched it a few weeks ago, but yeah, we loved it. It was just it was good. My wife was oh. genuinely scared. So, it was a good movie. It's a good thriller. That's it. All right, what's next, bro? We got some video game stuff going on this week. A little Ubisoft forward. Uh, so Ubisoft did a kind of a long presentation uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Um, or Sunday. Sunday. Um, it was the 12th. And so they released uh, some trailers for their upcoming slate of games. Uh, so we did get a Far Cry 6 trailer finally, and the, the leaks were correct. We got Gina Carlo Esposito uh, is going to be you know, front and center in that game. Um, I have not played any Far Cry games. Uh, <laughs> so I, I will actually just bought Far Cry 3 the other day because it was five bucks. Yeah. Um, and it's supposed to be the best of the franchise. So I'll be making that um, that <laughs> that uh, a priority at some point, um, you know, after I play all the other games in my lineup um uh but also we got we got to look at another game called hyperscape uh the new watchdogs legion game and then also uh the one that i'm really looking forward to is assassin's creed valhalla in which we got a new trailer and also a 30 minute gameplay video so i got to watch both of those and was more than pleasantly surprised at some of the uh stuff they're bringing back some of the new mechanics and whatnot, and it is due out in November. Yeah, I um, I have played Far Cry's. Uh, Far Cry Three is amazing. I haven't played 
I never played the one where you go and you're in like dinosaur times because I heard it wasn't good. And I didn't play the new one because I also heard it was okay. So, hmm. um, but three is pretty fucking sweet. Where's that Michael Bean DLC? Is that three? Uh, Blood Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, I believe it is. Okay. Yeah. So cool. get ready for that. I did not play that. So that'll be cool. Um, yeah. You know, Hyperscape is just, it's not our kind of game. You know, it's one of those free to play first player shooter battle royale things. So you and I don't play those games, but a lot of people do. Uh, can you throw out those comments? Yeah. I am. I Matt, am. Matt Machio is excited about that one. I guess I have to watch the trailer, Matt. I haven't, I can't say, I've never played those games. I just suck at them. So I don't play them that much. <laughs> That's my big thing. And I'm definitely glad that drive-ins are doing so much better. Those are great. Those are a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I grew up with, you know, Chris and I grew up with a drive in down the road, technically from our house. So we, uh, we love them. And then I didn't watch the Valhalla footage. That's kind of, I love Vikings. It's one of those like, I'm pretty sold on it. I'll just wait for your review or the reviews. And then if it sounds like they get good reviews, I'll just eventually get it. Yeah. I just, I really want, I know you're a much bigger fan of like the Greek world. And I, I think am. that she would really enjoy Odyssey. I, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I have been enjoying it. And it's, it's freaking epic. And Vikings are really my thing, and the stuff they add to this game makes it a lot different than what they're doing in the other one. So it, it it'll be nice and refreshing, and crazy Viking battles. So so pumped, so pumped, as is Matthew. So yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Here's one thing that I was really disappointed about: no Prince of Persia talk. <laughs> right? It was I rumored. Li- I'm not even joking. I was. I know. I was we, waiting, we and I was like. It. You didn't bring out Nolan North to do a sequel because that Prince of Persia, which is just Prince of Persia, is so effing great. So, uh, yeah, can you throw up that comment? I actually am really – I that we have downloaded. We got it from PlayStation Network. Yeah. It's just been – I got – you know, you have a newer baby too, Matt. I don't know how you're playing these games. Um, so. You had a backpack. Yeah. What What – what time is it? <gasps> it's time for the pursuit of plastic. So uh, we do have a lot of toy news uh, just because there is San Diego Comic-Con at home coming up. And so there are, there are going to be, there is our whatever, there is going to be <laughs> exclusives. Uh, from all these different companies as usual, but you'll be buying them online. So we do want to go through those uh, as they come. Also kind of pay attention to the website. If anything crazy comes up, I will post it and also also social media. But let's jump into the pursuit of plastic. Uh, First up, HasLab has revealed their first Marvel project and is the Sentinel coming in at about 26 inches tall, I believe. That's, you know, it's almost five times the size of your six inch Marvel legend. The scale is awesome. Uh, it's way bigger than that build a figure from years ago, uh, which was great. Um, but here with HasLab, there are tiers. And so with each funding thing, uh, and it's already funded, um, but there are yeah. these tiers where they had like the master mold head, the battle damage head, 
uh, a Sentinel Prime figure. It was like, like you get a figure with it, but then you get an alternate figure with it. So some amazing things for 350 bucks. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. it. It's the price tag. That's it. Like, is it worth it? Probably. I mean, it looks insane. Maybe, eh, maybe like a hundred. Maybe like two hundred dollars. Maybe three fifty is a little too much. Two hundred dollars, though, for sure. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Two and a half feet tall is pretty huge. Yeah. Um. We do actually uh, know something about the last Ronin turtle. Yeah, it is up for pre-order right now. Um, yeah, I actually pre-ordered it, so you can do it at your local shop. Um, I I do all my shopping at things from another world, so it is up for order um, as of right now. The only thing I couldn't find were any variants for it, so that's something to check. Um, so they're not listed as of yet, but it does list the cover as cover A. So I'm sure as we get closer to uh, the release date, we'll see some more variants thrown in there. So, okay, yep, um, yeah. So Sentinel, I don't know. I I agree with you. Uh, if I was still hardcore Marvel Legends, maybe. Um, I do like that it it is super like it looks like the other Sentinel didn't. It looked a little more like like more modern, like very artistically done almost. This yeah. one looks like the cartoon. It looks like the comic. It looks like the Sentinel. I love it, but you know, I don't have fifteen hundred dollars to buy five of them either. You know, which we need. So. <laughs> That's the other thing too. It's not an army builder. <laughs> no. Yeah. And um, Matthew, one the last thing about the the TMT thing is it is a future story, a, a could be tale of uh, the future. Who else world's tale. Yeah, it could it could have happened. It could yep. happen. Could have um, Speaking of things that happened, um, uh, Hasbro has been getting crazy with these crossover Transformer toys. Uh, so we just talked about uh, what, what was the Back to the Future one not too long ago. You see how much it is sold out and how much it's online for? Yeah, well, that's the numbered one. So they did the 1,985 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, of them. And so the regular version will hit in the fall. Uh, so okay. if you miss that one, you'll you'll be able to get them. I don't know what the difference is between that numbering, but um, with the next Top Gun movie coming out sooner or later, um, we we see yeah. a crossover. Uh, here we get the the F fourteen jet that transforms into a robot called Maverick. That's cool. You know, if I was a bigger Top Gun fan, <laughs> I mean, I'm a Starscream guy, so it's not like I'm opposed to fighter jets. It's just, yeah. um, I just don't care. So. <laughs> If I would have if I would have started with that Ecto one from last year or whatever yeah. and made my way through this collaboration line. Right. Yeah, that would have been fun. But behind the game, if you guys are doing it, I would love to see a shot of like all three figures or that'd be cool. How many for cool sure. things, you know, like yeah. you got lined up. So very cool. If you it's still up for pre order right now. Uh it has at um what is it? I'm sorry, not has lab. Um, HasroPulse.com. Hasro, Hasro yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, next up from Quantum Mechanics, uh, they have a San Diego Comic Con exclusive uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, they just did their normal Q figs. Uh, those are up for pre order, I believe, right now. But for San Diego Comic Con, 
They're doing a 500-piece limited run, pizza box edition, uh, which is throwing it all the way back to the Eastman and Lard days. And so they're the black and white figures yep. with red bandanas. Yep. Uh, so I think that's very cool. You can snag that. Um, the pre-order starts on the 22nd at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I believe it's around 100 bucks for that. Yep. Uh, you know, QMI in, Insiders is always, or you know what I mean. They're always great. Quantum mechanics are always great. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> it is cool, Ruben. Very yeah. cool. All of it. Um, speaking of uh, the Ninja Turtles, the Brothers 4, uh, NECA has revealed a, <laughs> a classic four-pack based on coming out of the shadows, the Ninja Turtles no, rock group from... Coming uh, out of their shells. Shells, not the shells. Sorry, coming out of yeah. their shells. Um, <laughs> This is uh, this is something I remember. Nineties <laughs> man, or wild times. Yeah. God, it's so you get all the all the turtles accessories dressed up in their 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 stage gear. Um, you know if it's it's if it's up your alley, go go ahead, guys. I'm still looking for my animated figures, so um, yeah. have fun. <laughs> yeah, that was so stupid. So you know, it was when they were in a band together and. It's horrible. They did a so. tour. Yeah, Real they did. Tour. They did. They probably came to the Olean Center Mall. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least the gallery. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, another good-looking one uh, in line with their Predator. Predators now over 100 figures. Uh, they'll be doing the City Hunter with Dang. all the lightning coursing through his body. The City Demon, whatever they call him for the movie, but that figure looks pretty cool. Um, so that'll be part of the 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 lot for San Diego from Mecca. So uh, last up, Legos. Oh yeah, the Seinfeld. I you know after the after the friend set, I gotta put this one up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and you lived to tell the tale. I'm surprised you didn't completely have your mind shattered. Where's the VHS, bud? Yeah, seriously. We need to see it. We got we got to see that, Ruben. I hope I hope you bought the tape. Confirmed. Best show ever. Confirmed. I can only imagine. Best show ever. Um, but in uh, after they released that Friends set, I was like, I know they're going to do a Seinfeld set. So finally, I don't have to spend all that money on that big replica set that's been on you know social media advertising for years. Yeah. Uh, but we get a nice Lego set, and I think that's great. Yep, this is a must-have, though I did not notice uh, on the wall where you can hang Jerry's bike. But maybe I just didn't notice that. Maybe I didn't see it. Maybe there's a Newman minifigure that I still have to find as well, or at least George's dad. Uh, <laughs> but all I'm going to say is Seinfeld Lego minifigure set. Like they, they should. Do the blind bag. You have all the characters. Putty. Uh, Jackie Childs, Kramer uh, in the, the King George outfit. Yeah, like, there's a lot of Larry David in the cape. Jerry in the pirate shirt. Yeah, they, come on, Lego, honestly, we're ready. Call us. Years, years of suits or of uh, of minifigs. So, anyway, this is a great idea, and I want it. So, big Seinfeld fan. And last up, <laughs> something that kind of just blew my mind and. As Lego and Nintendo's partnership continues, we'll see more and more of this great stuff 
but they are making a replica NES system with a replica <laughs> Mario cartridge and a replica analog TV. Yeah. And on the analog TV, you can make, you can turn a dial that will play the first board of Super Mario Brothers. Um, just crazy ingenious stuff. If you want to buy all the Mario stuff that's headed our way uh, from Lego, it's going to cost you about a grand. <laughs> so, well, this this one is just two hundred and twenty nine dollars, right? Right. Uh, which is standard to their, uh, you know, like the Batmobile and um, yeah. the Harry Potter thing, like so, some of their bigger sets. I mean, it's not as much as a Death Star. <laughs> no, but so. I read something too where. The those Mario sets, if you all all together all in, are about almost like between five to six hundred bucks. If you want the whole thing, that's I what do. you're all in. If you're all in on that on those sets, then you're over five hundred bucks. So I mean, I really just need this. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's so yeah. cool looking, so cool looking. Very excited about that. That's it. That's it, my friend. So, you know, you can find uh, these episodes on a website called Don't Forget dot com. Uh, we have it's a great landing page for all things geekly. Uh, Defect Comics is also uh, a part of that, and our awesome podcast network. That's it, man. And on all those social medias at DFA Towel. Um, thank you guys for streaming in, uh, commenting, uh, you know, checking out the website. Eight years in two weeks in a day. Uh, but yeah, the 29th, we'll be eight years strong. Um, so, uh, you know, we just appreciate all that support that you guys have given us throughout those years. Chris and I couldn't be happier with that. I know I'm speaking for you. I'm sorry, but I'm sure. I don't look do. happy. Yeah. You look happy very happy. angry. You look very Valhalla happy. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, this is Casey saying go out there and uh, read some comics. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.